Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hello, people of purpose. Um, I wanted to create a space to talk about my experience to, uh, today. I just came back from a weekend at Hive, which is a two-day leadership and life design workshop uh, run by Ryan Alice, a recent guest on People of Purpose. And I have my my leadership team, my acquisitions team here at Casey Pro Homebuyers, my company, to interview me and ask and learn about my experience. And I thought I would share that with all of you. Thank you for listening. Hello, Casey Pro. What's going on? Say hello to People of Purpose. What's up, um, People of Purpose? Hello, Purpose people. Yeah, purposeful people. Nice to meet you all. So yeah, I, I guess uh, I can briefly explain what I did. I went to Hive, which, like I said, was a two-day leadership and life design workshop in Austin, Texas. Um, I was with 60 other uh, purpose-driven leaders. I think there was 23, 24 countries represented amongst our group. So it was super diverse and international, all sorts of leaders. So there were business owners, there's foundation people, there's authors, speakers, coaches, there's key employees. There were people that had made major transformation and quit their jobs recently. But what we were all gathered and united to do was to get clear on our purpose for the next phase of our life. So Hive believes that purpose is something that can shift and morph um, as you grow and as you get older and wiser and more mature. But we can commit to a purpose for the next you know, three to five years of our life. Um, and when we're clear on a simple statement of what that is, a lot of other things fall into alignment in our life. And so the challenge was to have a one-page life plan by the end of the weekend, which I was able to create. The goal was to get clear on our, on our purpose for the next phase. And I was able to get a one-page life plan with a one-sentence purpose statement. Here it is. And so my purpose that I wrote down was to create holistic living communities in Kansas City and Thailand for purposeful people. Um, what that means to me is that I'm, I'm here for the next five years of life to collect and connect with other purpose-driven leaders and mentors that collaborate together for a big vision that we all go after together, which is to develop land for physical communities so that we can live together abundantly in tribe, people that share like-minded beliefs and values about wanting to live from their God-given, their heart's purpose. In the process, I want to provide home ownership to community members. I want to design schools that are reimagined to foster interpersonal development, social, emotional learning, emotional intelligence, leadership training. And I also want to create an entrepreneur incubator where people can launch businesses based off the ideas that they have and the impact they want to have in the world. And within the businesses and the schools and just the greater community, there's going to be lots of opportunities for people that just want to work and maybe join someone else's business and serve that's aligned with their purpose. So, and then finally, I wanted to also create space for events, festivals, retreats, ceremonies, just transformational healing experiences that create regeneration. So that's kind of what I came up with after lots of different exercises we did. Does anyone have any questions, curiosities about that? Yeah. Cool, Philip. So it sounds like what you're saying is that 
what your purpose is for the next five years is to create collective communities that um, help to reimagine the way people live together by developing land so that people can live in a holistic uh, community and basically revolutionize how people live their lives um, in mm -hmm. Kansas City and Thailand. So what do you see as the bridge between, or what do you see as the first step to get this vision grounded and started upon, uh, given your current setup with your current business and your current life setup? What are the first steps that you need to take in order to begin actualizing this vision to ensure that it doesn't mm -hmm. dissipate as the energy from this experience um, yeah. goes over time? So one thing that Ryan, our host, taught us is that too many people delay their purpose. They think it's for some like distant, faraway future when really like six to nine months from now, our lives can look entirely different if we start today. We don't need to go quit our jobs, wrap up our business, change our location all on day one. But we, we do need to begin taking steps that are creating momentum. And that momentum is what propels you. And then you will just look back nine months from now, one year from now and be like, I'm in a completely different spot. I'm so much more aligned. One thing that was really cool to witness was that a lot of people were Hive alumni. So they had done this program in 2017, 2016, 2018, and they were coming back to refresh their purpose because the three to five years have passed. And every one of them said that they did their whole purpose, that they did a majority of the goals that they set up at the last Hive. And they said, it's not like this thing that requires tons of motivation and rah, rah, rah and effort. It's more so just taking steps daily towards it. I'm living in alignment with it. So to answer your question, I think where I can start is, is just, I think I need to put myself out there more. I need to now say my purpose statement to people. When people ask me what I do, I can say, you know, I'm the guy here in Kansas City that's creating holistic living communities for purposeful people. And by doing that, it opens doors that I wouldn't have expected. When people ask me what I need to get started, I need mentors. I need people that can guide me. I need people that have been there, done that, are doing that to A, inspire me and B, create clarity of this vision. So those are definitely two places I can start directly in alignment with my purpose. There's plenty of things I can do in my business too, to line my business up for this. But I think for the people of Purpose Listener, like I think that's a sufficient enough answer. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know Bobby has a question also. So I'm um, just, uh, just to reiterate what I'm hearing, uh, it sounds like the first step for you is to connect with these mentors, people who are already taking action, talk to them to identify and align with your, your purpose statement, to begin identifying with that and saying that is who you are, that is what you do, and while simultaneously talking to people who are already doing this, so then you can see what the next step is. And the next step mm -hmm. could be planning, it could be acquiring the land, it could be beginning the land development project. Mm -hmm. um, do you see that you have a clarity and which one of those things it is, or is it just starts? So with one really cool thing that Ryan taught us is like, so often people get caught up on the how, how are they going to capture their purpose? There's hundreds, thousands, millions of ways of how to do your purpose. But what people are skipping over is the what do they have a clearly defined 15 word or less purpose statement that they can tell people in authentic conversation, what their purpose is. Most people do not have that. They have this rambling answer that's undefined with lots of tangents, too many things they're going after. They get stuck on the hows. They either don't take action or they take way too much action that's not aligned. And it's just not clear what they're after. So first, you need to get clear on your what. And I've written down my what to create holistic living communities in Kansas City and Thailand for purposeful people. How I do that is undetermined right now. There's going to be a lot of ways to do it. But I think first, I need to start by learning the different hows that people are doing so I can take tiny action steps. There's another caveat to this, which is my role in that. 
I consider myself more of a visionary, more of a person that is guiding and leading the people that are going to be manifesting the vision uh, alongside me. I'm not the guy that needs to go find the land, um, raise all the capital, build all the structures, design them, fill them with people, figure out how the whole business model works. I don't think that that's my role to do in isolation by myself. I need to surround myself around leaders and mentors that can plug in these gaps for me. And my role is to, to be the guy that is, that's increasing people's vision so that we have superstar players that are like top change makers and leaders in their domains coming together and building this thing together. So yeah, I think that's where I need to start right now. All right. I guess I'll go next. Tanner. What advice would you give to someone who is like seeking to establish their purpose or maybe they have a purpose in mind that's too vague? Uh, what sort of guidance would you give them to help get really clear uh, on their vision and on creating their purpose statement? So at the Hive event, the, the way he starts by uh, on this topic is he has this little model that you can see here. What's at the intersection of these three things? What makes you come alive? What are you good at? And what does the world need? So if you can reflect in each of those domains, that can be a really helpful start. And the best way to reflect is by getting grounded in the space. Usually, like we live in kind of a fear-based, impulsive, reactive society with lots of stimulation, and we lose track of like what's going on in our intuition and heart. We're unable to express that verbally to others. And verbally to ourselves, we have so much mental chatter and like loops that are like going on over and over again. So we need to first get grounded in a space. Um, I think it's really helpful to go to an event like this because you ground yourself in the space for two days with other people that are grounded in the space and the answers just kind of flow from you. So by going there, by doing like the breath work we did right before this meeting, some meditation, you're finding yourself at calm, at peace, grounded and your more authentic voice starts to spring forward. Then there's different questions that you can ask yourself. So we went through these little exercises where it was just open writing prompts for two, three, four minutes at a time on different topics that help you to figure out the what. You don't need to be in a rush to create your purpose statement in an hour, but you can start by taking these tiny action steps of asking yourself these open-ended questions. What he asked like to start is, what's going right in your life? What are you grateful for? We answered that question after doing some breath work and meditation, then we shared that with a partner. We listened to our partner share and it just create this, you interrupt this pattern of like work and productivity and, you know, misalignment. When you're connecting with another human from a heart-centered place, asking yourself questions about what's authentic to you, it just starts to come. You don't need to like be some monk to figure this out. So yeah, I answered that question. What's going right? What am I grateful for? Then the next question was, what is the deepest dream inside your heart for your life and the world? Describe it in as much detail as you can. My dream is dot, dot, dot. Like just let the pen guide you. You don't need to like overthink this. And then in the process of just creating the momentum of writing, more emotions, more visualizations come to you. Like we're, we're all humans. We've all had these like key points in our journey where we're like, wow, like that would be awesome if I could do X, Y, X dream. Or I feel really filled up when I'm doing this type of activity. Or I really see that there's a big gap in the world or the community in this area and I'd like to fill it. Those things will start to come to you um, when you have that combination of the elements in your environment. Does that make sense? Any questions about that? No, I mean, uh, just to, to recap that, I mean, I really like the model that you use to find the intersection of what makes you come alive. What are you good at? What do you need? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll give you a pretty clear answer on something that's within your wheelhouse, probably a bit of a stretch of the comfort zone, probably a bit of skills that need to be acquired and people that you need to meet. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think we've all, I think you're right. I think we've all had those moments in our lives where you have that dream, you have that vision, and it's just a matter of like harnessing that and capturing it. And then mm-hmm. like you're saying, actually taking consistent action, it sounds like is the key uh, to running with it. Uh, just taking, you know, steps every single day to work towards that. I guess that's my follow-up question. So once you have the dream determined and you have the mission statement constructed, uh, how do you break that down into like manageable steps and hold yourself accountable for like pushing forward towards that dream? So the Hive program focuses day one. It's a two-day program. Day one is all about getting clear on the what. So you end like eight hours of a day at having your first draft of a purpose statement. That's your what. Day two is all about the how. The what questions are like what we just talked about, plus like what's the gift you want to share with the world? What makes you come most alive? When are you in flow? When are you happy to, happiest? What are your doubts? What are you scared of? They have you reflect on different traumas that happened in your life and how you grew and benefit from those. What are you great at? What are your superpowers? What would friends, family say that you're good at? Systems need to be changed in the world. Those are all what questions. And then we, we go for a, a purpose statement at the end of that. Day two is the how. And so day two, he has you reflect on how would you realize this vision? Will you join an existing organization? Will you continue where you're at now? Would you start a new one? What might be sustainable business models or funding sources behind scaling your impact? And just kind of thinking through that, like at this point, we're all adults. We've seen different ways that people go after their purpose. We follow people online. We have influencers in our life. And so starting to think like, do I want to, yeah, he, he likes to do this. Like, do I want to work for someone? Do I want to build my own? Would I like to have some hybrid of both? That can be a helpful way to think about it. What are business models that would work for me? How large of a scale of organization do I want to lead and manage? What might be my role in that? Those are some of the hows um, that he wants you to think about. When you start to think about that, then you start to think about like how you're tracking, like how do you, would you measure the impact of your work? They have you do these exercises that I thought were really cool, like a conversation with your granddaughter. So like it's far in the future. You have a seven-year-old granddaughter named blank. So you name your granddaughter. (laughs) Imagine you're in a wooden rocking chair overlooking the beach together. She jumps onto your lap, looks at you with big bright eyes and says, tell me about your life. What are you most proud of? What do you tell her? You know, exercises like that are are really powerful because it, it really distills what truly matters in your life. And I think when you have that emotional resonance where it like, taps into some place in you that feels like deeply true and meaningful and can bring you to tears, can give you goosebumps. You're not going to lose that. Those things are are now top of mind and present. And so when you're talking about consistent action, I think like following that feeling, like the, like the whole, like Joseph Campbell line of like, follow your bliss applies here. That resonant feeling that you got from an exercise like this will show up when you're doing things in alignment with your purpose and the opposite will show up when you're not. So that that's a, a good way to track it as well. There's no one right, like one size fits all answers. I think we all have different personalities and styles, but that, and then having some accountability in place is always really helpful. So telling people you're going to do something has always worked well for me. I'm going to start this business. It's going to launch in three months. I'm going to take X action step next. Here's my 90 day goals. Sharing that with people is super powerful. So I also recommend that one too. The combination of writing down your goals meditating and praying over them and then sharing them with someone that you value, you know, 
their opinion and, and respect of what you're doing like that's a pretty powerful combination thank you yeah that's actually very very useful for me I have a question for you. I mean, I know you as somebody who's always been really good at setting goals and having clarity on purpose and vision. I'm just curious what were maybe the biggest light bulbs that went out for you uh, during this workshop? Yeah, so I'm actually writing my first blog post in two years. I've had a blog since 2015 called Student of the World Blog, um, where I write letters to myself. And I started it when I moved to Thailand to be an English teacher. But what I'm writing about are eight reflections that I had from this experience at Hive. So yeah, I can just list them real quick as like one sentence statements. Reflection one is purpose can change and shift depending on what phase of life I'm in. That was a pretty aha. It doesn't need to feel so overwhelming. Like this is this like static, unchanging purpose. Like what's the right one for the next phase of your life? Reflection two, getting clear on what your role is in fulfilling your purpose through examining your gifts. There's such a superpower in staying in alignment with your gifts and avoiding those things that are not your gifts that will distract you and create a, you know, eat up a lot of space in your life. Reflection three, surround yourself with people who are lit up, excited, and alive in their lives. That is so powerful. Just leaving that space and recognizing that like people want to play together. They want to work together. They want to develop ideas. They want to share education and learnings together. Being in that community just makes my body feel different. I carry myself in a different way. I have a different swagger or confidence about how I'm navigating my life because I know that I'm around the right people to do it with. Reflection four, a coach illuminates what you aren't seeing in yourself. I think it's really powerful to have coach figures in your life that can ask you questions that you're not asking yourself, that see things simply and clearly that you're not seeing because you've overcomplicated your life. You're living too much in the matrix of your own life. Uh, reflection five, keep your purpose statement simple. Don't get stuck on overcomplicating it. Don't get too stuck on the hows you're going to do it. State it simply and clearly. And the person listening, if they're truly someone that's going to be in your tribe and go on this journey with you, is going to ask you a follow-up. And let them guide the conversation because it's going to resonate in different ways with different people. And different people are going to come in your life for different reasons or different aspects of your purpose to get fulfilled. So rather than like coming up with a seven-minute monologue where you're eating up all the time, people glaze over, stop paying attention, just keep it simple and stop and listen for the response and have engagement and dialogue around it. Reflection six, trust your true inner calling over your fears. Too many people let fears get in the way. If you feel yes in your entire being, you need to do it despite what doubts and fears you have because that's such a signal that that's like very, really, really aligned to you. You need to stop making excuses for why you're sacrificing your purpose because there's always you are your own biggest obstacle to your success. You're telling yourself stories that aren't true. You're, you have limiting beliefs. You're not expanding. You're not taking courageous action. And then reflection seven, reprogram your mind to love criticism. Um, this was something I really learned is that the reason people are criticizing what you're doing is because what you're doing is actually important and impactful enough that they care that it's done well. So if you're not living very purposefully, if you're living small, if you're living to hide and be shy, you're not going to get criticism, but you're also not making your dent in the universe. Because people are criticizing you is a sign that you're on the path of greatness. You're doing something that's really meaningful and impactful in the world. That was a big reframe for me. Uh, reflection eight, I need to leave, live bigger. I need to be able to put myself out there, share my wisdom, help people walk in the light, um, and just be committed to assembling my team and my tribe to go after this big purpose together. So yeah, those are my eight reflections I have that were learnings and insights for me personally. 
Thank you for sharing, Tanner. Um, you mentioned about the what and the how. I'm also curious because I know a lot of people who's kind of lost. They don't know their purpose in life. They don't know what they want in life. You mentioned about getting grounded into space. There's a lot of mental loops. So since you're already on the how phase at the moment, can you take us to your thought process? I mean, how are you able to formulate and finalize what's your real purpose in life? So your question, you said since I'm on the how phase, do you want me to talk about the how or do you want me to talk about how I got to my what? How were you able to get to your what? Okay. I guess like I, I would write down these answers to these questions that I just shared with you at the top of this interview. And then I would share with my partner. I listened to my partner answer. And then there would be, there was plenty of space for breaks. Like they did like a 15 minute break, like every hour and a half. And I would usually use those breaks to reflect on what I wrote. I would sit in my chair and I would like read back over my answers and be like, what's kind of common about these answers? Okay. About like authentic connection, about living in community, about constantly learning, about building unity and harmony for a vision, about helping people learn this skill of identifying their purpose. How can I do that? It's like, well, I would like to live together with those people. What am I already doing that lights me up? I really like that. Like we have this home office set up in our business and like we have these types of conversations daily. I don't want to live life alone. Like I really like living it in community. So, and then also as far as like skills that I already have, like I know real estate. Um, I know that I can put people together in a living community and I, I can find a business model that works for that. And then as far as like the word holistic, it came about because like, I think I can lead workshops like this, or I can bring in skilled facilitators to lead workshops like this that help people develop as a whole person, not just their career side, but also their, their play, their romance, their relationships, their adventure. Yeah, I want to create all those things. Um, and I know there's a lot of spinoffs. Like I know the environment's going to play a role, how we get our food's going to play a role. And I personally don't feel like super called to go fix those problems myself. But I know that there will be people that are attracted to this community that will solve that. And we'll have a regenerative agriculture program as part of it. We'll have like sustainable energy sources in our community. Like I want it to just be this organic thing that like grows itself. It's not just dependent on me like dictating commands. It's like we have super talented people coming together to make this happen. Um, I came up with the places. He has you, he has you do an exercise. Let me find it about like what, where, and who. He first has you draw. So again, it's like accessing that more creative space, that more heart-centered place. When you're drawing, there's something about that that accesses that space. So drawing out my what, my where, my who, I'm seeing like, like my what is like connections of houses over, go, like, over a creek. And this is just coming after like some visualization and meditation. We did a, a, a cacao ceremony where we drank cacao, which is a really heart-centered, like aphrodisiac. So like, I don't know, there's just like a certain element of trust. The pen is moving. I'm seeing what's created. Okay. How am I labeling this? Living communities, network, synergy, holistic abundance. Next, where? Where matters? What feels accomplishable in five years? I don't need this to be in 85 countries in five years. That's like, I don't want to sprint through this process. I want to enjoy it. I also know that about myself. I don't want to have a giant agenda with a bunch of scheduled meetings. I like lots of time without schedule, with free flow, with creativity, with spontaneous conversations that inspire me. 
two places is fine. I want to be in my two main homes, Thailand and Kansas City. Um, my wife's from Thailand, um, and I became an adult there. And then who, who do I want to impact? I want to impact people that want to grow, that want to be better, that want to show up and shine. And how do I label that? Purpose-driven leaders. And then it kind of morphed into like just purposeful people. They don't necessarily need to be a leader yet, but they want to, they should want to be out there. They should want to be a leader and we can provide a space for that within our community, but they should be committed to purpose. They should be committed to living an intentional life that matters and has an impact on the world that's aligned with their gifts that makes them light up and be alive. So living in a place where everyone feels that way would be awesome. The last piece, I guess, was the verb at the beginning. I, I really struggled with that. I wrote to create holistic living communities. I felt like create was a wide enough term that it allows my role in it to kind of morph. I've experimented with build, but I don't really consider myself a big builder. I'm not the person that's going to be taking all the action. I'm more so creating it by aligning all the people that will take most of the action. So I went with create. Is that clear enough? Yes. Cool. I wrote down some lifetime goals as well. And I think that was another element that helped me. We did that before we committed to the who, what, where. It's like just, you know, if you were being unreasonable and you could have anything you wanted in your life, I think that was a question. If you were being unreasonable, what would, what would your life look like? I would have homes in multiple continents. I would be able to travel three to four months of the year. I'd be able to raise kids that know God. I would have a net worth of more than $100 million so I can have access to anything I want to buy and invest in. I can donate and create huge impact starting up you know, enterprises. I want to give away my money. I want to consciously invest my other money. I want to sleep well, like eight hours a night. I want to have an abundance of unscheduled free time to play, socialize, and create. Every five to seven years, I'd like a sabbatical of six months or so where I can like be totally unplugged, like living kind of off the grid and just get reacquainted with my next purpose journey. I want to be the founder of multiple businesses. I want to be the mentor to hundreds of businesses. And every year I want to attend at least three festivals slash events slash conferences a year so that I can keep growing as a, as this person of purpose. And then finally, I wrote that I want my wife to be running a passion project of hers that collaborates within my community. So that she's also like living ignited in what she does. Um, so yeah, looking at that, reflecting on it every night before I went to bed, I, I reminded myself of what I wrote and all my answers. I don't know. I'm like a student. <laughs> yeah. I think being a student of yourself helps you get clear on your what. Mm. Cool. Well, thank you guys for asking me these questions. I think that wraps up our available time today, but yeah, I hope that this helps inspire in some way. Um, usually it's best to just focus on like one to three nuggets and, and start to make that your reality. But yeah, I definitely recommend attending an event like this. Hive is also uh, happening every three months. This is the 35th version of it. It's likely that in the fall, I will be trained as a Hive facilitator. So I'll be able to run the workshop that I just went through in my city, wherever I'm at. So I think there's going to be an opportunity in the future to attend my version of Hive, um, which could be pretty cool. Um, but if not, you can just go to hive.org and sign up for the next one. I think their next one's like super far away. It's in Uganda in July. I think they're going to Uganda. He's assembling a global network of purpose-driven leaders. So, so like a third of them are out of the country. 
there will be an opportunity, I'm sure, to get plugged in. If not this, there's so many other organizations similar to it. I know he was really impacted by Landmark, which is a lot more investment than just two days. But yeah, just going to like, a, this is called a designing your life workshop. Going to that type of thing helps you get really clear on this stuff. Just the power of the space, the environment, the exercises, the community that you're doing it with. There's something that's just incredibly impactful when, you're, when you mix all those elements together. I encourage you to attend. Thank you all for listening. And here's to becoming people of purpose. Take care. So what actionable step are you going to take next? Do you have a lingering question? Or is there something we can help you work through to figure out and reach your purpose? People of purpose is here for you. Just send us an email or a message on Facebook. If you want continued inspiration, subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our insightful guests. Do you have any friends that might enjoy this podcast? Bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. And if you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, as well as receive daily inspiration, follow the podcast and journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast or at People of Purpose on Facebook to join our purpose-seeking community. By joining, you will know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming People of Purpose news, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration. I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me, to nourish your path to purpose. Lastly, if you like this podcast, please post a review wherever you listen to it. Doing so will not only help us to grow, but will also allow your voice to be heard, and who knows who you could inspire. Cheers, and here's to becoming.